Round four? four. Is it four? It feels like so much more than that. <laughs> who do we got? Um, who do we have? Uh, we have uh, beard. No- well, beard number one, I think, is you. I think you have to be considered beard number one. You're Adam Brutkowski. You. Um, I would consider myself beard number two, and I'm Joshua T. Ruth. And um, we have a third beard in the room. Red alert, everybody. The cleansing has begun. Um, and uh, third beard, introduce yourself, third beard. Uh, special appearance, beard number three, Sean McLaughlin. Sean McLaughlin is here, beard number three. So um, soon you will have a beard, too. It's <laughs> Soon you, too. We'll have a beard. <laughs> Put a super ellipsis in there somewhere. If you're a beard at home. <laughs> you can play along. Right. Oh, man. I don't know. that one. I feel like I might need a shot of your vodka after that one, man. So whatever you need. <laughs> oh, man. That one was something else. That one was something else. What did we watch? Mm. We haven't even mentioned that. Either. Pass through. Pass through. Yeah. Yeah, that we passed through that one. We did it. Um in a way, like kind of back to basics on this one, which I like. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that um, that this one wasn't like again. You know, I said it on the last one, but but I definitely found Fateful Findings to be probably my least favorite of all of the ones that I'd seen. But I think that's also because it was um, so much more like like we talked about like a relationship drama, sure, and things like that, and uh, didn't have a ton of. Well, it did have some, but not a ton of fantastical elements in it. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is much more, I'd say, along the lines of your uh, double down and your I am here, dot, 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 dot. Yeah, now. it's like a merging of those two films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, so I, I definitely felt that it was yeah very much back to those. So before we really get into it, yeah. last time I mentioned, well, it, even going back to the very first podcast, I said that two of the releases, the first two, uh, Double Down and I Am Here dot 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 now, now mm-hmm. uh, oh, the anticipation <laughs> uh, were eBay finds. Yeah. Because there is supposedly a process where you buy uh, either pass-through or faithful findings, but then put in the notes to say that, well, I really want uh, double down or whatever. That is no longer true. That is not something that you can do anymore. Neil Breen has completely put into moratorium and completely denounces the first two movies. Really? Your feelings about that. Well, that's... That's now, a bummer. I mean, is it something where he said, well, I ran out of my DVD-R copies, and everybody got what they got, and I don't want to make any more? because <laughs> Can't possibly make they, another DVD-R. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they have, so. I mean, they're printed. The ones that he sends out are actually printed. Yeah. Uh, when you say he denounces them, though, I mean, are yeah. you just saying they're out of print? Maybe that's a little hyperbole on right. my, yeah, my behalf. Yeah, where does he try like, to I'm hide assuming. the fact he ever made them? Sort but of there, there is some rumor that says he's he's not proud of the first two. 
that's insane. <laughs> I think that's nuts because I think the the for, I mean personally, those, those are my two favorite. Well, so. what's insane is he's proud of the third and the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> right, that, he's like, yeah, now now those ones I was just learning my craft, and this one I figured it out. The last two, which I I just I definitely think that. There's no sense in that because there's there's nothing that is in the first two that's any more rough than this one. Sure, uh, you know it's not like it, those are embarrassing first films. You know, like like we talked about like Stanley Kubrick's uh, very first film where he had like no control over it. Um, you know, Wages of Fear uh, was his very first film, and he's like, no, I don't. You know, like I don't even consider Wages of Fear one of my films. And even even after that, you know, his his first couple of films, um, you know, he definitely like killer's kiss doesn't really consider that even uh, himself didn't really consider that to be part of his uh, oeuvre so uh, right. yeah i definitely um i don't see why he would do this because those are two fantastic movies or at least on the same level as uh, fateful findings and pass through and he definitely had complete creative control over those two movies it's not a right. david lynch dune situation exactly at all yeah right. yeah yeah, which I, you know, I mean, I had, uh, even if it was like Dune is still an awesome movie, those are still awesome movies, even if they did. But yeah, it's not like a situation like that, right? right? It, it's not like he didn't have creative control. So I don't know why he would do that. I, I you know, I would uh, see it more of a, you know, that that th- those things are out of print. They're like in the Disney vault now, you know. <laughs> yes. So I am. I am just majorly jealous of those that actually have printed copies at this point. Yeah. And then the other bummer too is that. It's only going to drive the people to do bootlegs mm-hmm. of it's the first true. two. It's true, and and I guess at As that point you can't the really money, blame them. Well, no, exactly. But I mean, but then the money's not going to his pocket, which it rightfully deserves to go straight course, to him. But if he Absolutely. doesn't, apparently doesn't want that money. You know, that's like guess, could, yeah. my viewpoint is like because I, you know, I'm very outspoken about uh, piracy, and I just think you know because like and you, you know I'm sure you'd agree, probably yeah. you too, Sean is like somebody who spends a good amount of money on physical media. Oh my god! You know, yeah. like I think every one of us in this, uh, the beards in this room right now, spend a lot of money on physical media to buy things legally and to try and support art. And then you got the people right. who are just like you know, and I have people that I, you know that like just pirate everything. I I never buy anything. I'm like, can you buy me dinner then? you know because like i'm paying for your freaking entertainment it is kind of very neil breen's stance though i mean because if he is to make money off of a product that he no longer believes in i'm true is that not corruption Mm. i said you know (laughs) that is yeah but it's betraying the public trust Yeah. yeah yeah i mean he's if anything is moral um, and we know that about a bastion of uh, morality that Neil Breen is. So, right. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe he's just holding it back for uh, like a big Blu-ray release box set. Well, and those first two are, even though they're shot like flat or 16 by 9, mm-hmm. but then the actual print printed copy is in four by three yeah if he would really re-release it <laughs> i would hope that he would put it in the right yeah format you'd hope so to display on well, maybe large... that's the preferred director aspect ratio yeah, like I don't kubrick know. used to want the full frame yeah, versions yeah. of 
but well, I think he would pounds. just he would prefer full frame to pan and scan. That was kind. Of, I don't think he loved full frame, but he was like, well, if you're going to do anything, just right, put it right. full frame. Rather have more yeah. information. But it was less. sixteen by nine in four by three. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. So you get the pillaring right. all the way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to use a zoom feature on your TV. Yeah, you know, which, which a degrades. lot of these don't even have them no. now. Like I don't even have a zoom feature on my new four K TV. So, yeah, it'll be yeah. less and less common, I imagine. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah, well, that's sad, but so you're saying that um so which are actually available through uh, various websites uh, you said twisted pair is now uh yes twisted pair just went on sale and everybody is freaking out yeah obviously right uh 28 bucks uh dvd shipped that's what it costs through paypal right. in a uh, nationally, case 28 bucks right all right uh nationally internationally now you said that one was crowdsourced right Oh, they've all. I think most of them have been. I know so, pass through was. Okay. I know twisted pair was. I haven't dug deep enough to know the other ones. So the ones that are crowdsourced, like they are also still with like the jewel cases, though. Like they haven't like because it's crowdsourced. Like you don't get like a nicer nothing case. has changed. No, well, nothing. that's interesting. Yeah. Do you get anything for crowdsourcing a Neil Breen film other than? The comforting knowledge yeah. that you're creating, helping art get created. Right. And a free copy. I think that's what we talked about on one of the episodes, right? It's like, it's basically just a pre-order, but you don't have like a... Perhaps. Like tier benefits, like, you know, Q&A with the director no, no, or whatnot. No, not no, a no. sticker, not a shirt, nothing yeah. like that. Because that, that's a what button. I was really interested in is like limited edition stuff. Like, you know, because where are you going to get a poster, like an official poster of right. a Neil Breen movie? But if that was... Uh, you know, this tier gets you that. That would when, be amazing. When Alamo played Twisted Pair, mm-hmm. was there any marketing material available like, nope. to order? So there wasn't nope. even a, a theater poster for it. No. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What a bummer. Imagine the, the soundtrack on vinyl. Would be pretty good. Well, you could probably go to the uh, <laughs> the website that the library music is taken from, right? And, <laughs> right. And yeah. Exactly. Call your own <laughs> uh, YouTube tape. Yeah. Uh, piano. <laughs> It'd probably pop up in probably yeah. the top 100 hits somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Whatever RPG and credits music was released. <laughs> yeah. For this one. That's, yeah. That's good. That's good. Oh, that's right. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts. I recognize that song. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. So pass through, yeah, yeah. So last last podcast, you were speculating mm-hmm. what the title pass through would detail. Yeah, what did, did I did I come up with anything good? You you actually hit you the came. nail very close. Yeah. yeah. What did I say? I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> you you were talking remember. about border crossing. Oh, passing right. Passing over the right. border. And, yes, and, absolutely. Wow. Yes, I totally did. And, and I think part of that was because I asked what year it was, right? Which, mm-hmm. you know, 2016. So, yeah. And I think the way that we, um, you know, discussed it before, at least in terms of our interpretation, that we know what the other ones mean, you know, we've got like our post 9-11 thing right you know we have uh you know things like the 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 financial crisis um you know and then you know we've got the opioid epidemic and now we have immigration um and this that's you know obviously what this is a, a kind of about and i think at the beginning of the film when this is talking about uh immigration issues in the 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 neil breen way of 
you know, like like a child's understanding of things, you know. Um, and we, boy, we have a child's understanding of what drugs are in this. Boy, don't we? But we also have that, like the immigration thing and so you have like these comically villain like you know uh, human smugglers coyotes as they were right um and you know very disimpassionate oh yeah coyotes yeah and i was really interested like early on when they had like the people because I, I i you know i got from looking at it that this is that's what's happening this is human smuggling like these are people that look like they're coyotes and they're, they're bringing people through a border crossing. But then I look at the people and I was like, well, but <laughs> very I ethnically mean, diverse yeah, cast like a, of people, very ethnically diverse cast of people that are all trying to sneak across what is obviously our Southern border. Um, so, and then of course that was backed up later with their incredibly, uh, you know, American accents right. that they all had. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, they're all talking about their country that they're from yep. in my country and how corrupt it is right yeah yeah exactly um but you know in the beginning i thought it was like pretty straightforward you know this is oh i i get it this is going to be like his thing about immigration just you know but boy it goes to some places like it goes to some other places uh-huh. that ultimately i think are uh thematically along the same lines as his earlier films but I just think he goes way further, you know, almost like yeah. this one, this one felt angrier in a way. I mean, I don't know if you guys got that as well, uh, but this one definitely felt angrier. And yet, ironically, Neil Breen's character, does he have a name in this? Well, it's light backwards. <laughs> T- till. Right, till. But not yeah. darkness, till. Well, A-I, till, right. parentheses, light, light <laughs> yeah. end parentheses. Yeah, uh. yeah exactly. Right. So yes, AI uh, as till the end credits state. Light. Yes. Uh, ironically, this is his happiest that I've seen Neil Breen <laughs> yeah. in in his angriest movie. Smiley. He smiles a lot in this right. movie. He smiles. He, do, he does a lot of random smiling in uh, Fateful Findings as well. <laughs> they have like a lot of shots where it's like got him, and then he just smiles at seemingly nothing. Um, but and this is the most brawiest movie. <laughs> brawiest. Explain so the, the 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 females oh, yes. in this oh, movie yeah. are actually wearing bras. There's zero time. side boob in this entire right. movie. No side boob. No I was actually boob. really surprised by that. Um, there's a lot of things, you know, as, as we've talked about as we're going through. Uh, there's these things that have come back over and over and over again, and I think this one breaks that pattern in some ways, mm-hmm. and then in other ways. And this would be another thing, right? So if we're going to talk about that, that like if he, uh, you know, have has disowned whatever the first two why bring back the jacket with every single medal ever on it you know or the sorry the uh the the vest the shirt with the (laughs) sleeves um you know so he brings that back as a deliberate uh callback to double down uh which i was uh i was actually wondering when they first showed that like i was like oh please please are we gonna get that character what well we kind of do i don't know if it was like well yeah kind of and it it kind of puts it in when you see it you're like oh my mm-hmm. god yeah double down unmistakable but i think it was he already had that prop again it goes back okay. to work using with what, what you, you using what you have right. work with what you right. got right he had that he still had it mm-hmm. he needed somebody who had ptsd good point and living in these caves You're doing right. these like shadow puppet things to keep people away thinking right. there was a ghost in the mind for whatever purpose i don't know <laughs> right right and no, the closest right. thing yeah. that he could connect with military 
was like I got an my official vest military with, uniform with with all the medals. Right, of course, uh, and that's what it is. Like so, yeah. Was, obviously, I don't know why I was thinking that it was the same as Double Down because it's just an official military uniform. Or it could be it, anybody's. It could have been a. Uh, pr- like pass through was like a prequel to Double Down, oh, man. and Double Down took after when the PTSD was removed. That's from possible. Jim, was his name? Jim. Jim. Yeah. Jerry. Joe James as, <laughs> yeah. as Jim. Jim. As Jim. Joe. Jerry as Jim. Um, I actually felt uh, felt that it was really interesting. Um, so okay, how 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 like Neil Breen is able to create and solve a plot line within like a like one like line, <laughs> it's like that's so because like we didn't know that guy has PTSD, but then he's like, you no longer have PTSD, right? Like e- eighty five oh. minutes into the film, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right, yeah. When and we we never met him before, right? right no, right? We, and just like just like all of a sudden the guy comes like where where the guy with the gun comes out in the middle of the desert and he's like, I've been looking for you. She's like, you're the reason we were running. You're my ex husband, <laughs> you know. And it's like, oh, we never met you before. We never heard about you before. But apparently now we know. Right. And this plot line is going to get resolved as right. soon as it gets introduced. So there, there's there's probably like four different like A, B, C, and D plot lines yeah, to this. Yeah. Um, and the way that they intercut with each other is uh, definitely interesting. Interesting? Yes. Yeah. That's the best way you can put it. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, you have your your uh, whatever letter it would be, but the, the kind of immigration ones. So you got the coyotes bringing these people uh, that are all immigrating from Mexico from their countries that are all full of corruption. But they all have various reasons for immigrating. Or is it just kind of a, a broad stroke of of world yeah. integration sure. and immigration? Right. Yeah. Because the, the, the people, even though I, I would imagine his, his pool of actors aren't necessarily specific... Or, mm-hmm. um, uh, well, I mean, is is just too diverse to say they're all coming from if, one from one place because they never say any specific country. Oh yeah, no, they definitely don't. Uh, I guess I'll say you know it's nice to see that he's trying to get inside of the head of the immigrant struggle uh, with the various ways. It's like you know you have one person's like, oh, I'm coming here because I was an addict. Right. Or, you know, whatever. You know, they all have their reasons for coming. Right. You know, um, the rest of their family was murdered right. by the politicians. Yeah, exactly. The politicians. Um, and again, there's that broad stroke again <laughs> yeah. where you say, okay, all these people came for different reasons from different places around the world. Uh, maybe to come to America for opportunity. It's the same thing as saying, you know, the World Bank or the banks or the politicians or the lawyers. Yeah. It's it's that generality it's of it. Broad crayon strokes. Right. You know, it's like that's what it, it's like, you know, I'm going to take the view of the world like as seen, like obfuscated through a veil right. and and make a film thematically about the general outlines that I see. Mm-hmm. Oh. Till is an AI. True. I, want, I wanted to say alien, but that yeah. was not this he's film. Correct. Uh, yeah. He's an AI from the future. Yeah. And he, he firmly, firmly establishes late in the film that there is no such thing as race. You're all, you're all human. That's true. So. Yeah. Well, there's no race, 
there's, there's no, no culture, culture right which is a right. really bizarre statement right yeah. i mean i know we're all human uh-huh but there's definitely culture <laughs> you would think so yeah you would think so when, wherever there's not shared interest there's going to be individualized cultures develop right. no matter what right yeah, yeah. um yeah so so yeah so by the way he's an ai um okay so <laughs> just okay i just <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he we meet we meet Neil Breen's character, um, who I guess at that point is considered AI, and he the first time we see him is out in the desert, and he apparently is injecting drugs like a person who's never seen anybody. Well, he's squirting in a movie <laughs> injected drugs. He's squirting what looks like antifreeze or powerade or right. something uh, <laughs> which is is blue in it's the it. syringe it's got electrolytes but clear, <laughs> but clear it's, it's what breen when it comes out <laughs> so he's like but okay but first of all it's got him and he's tying his arm off with a like a rope, rope. yeah and it's not even tying it off tight okay and like okay like i've never shot up heroin like i'm sorry sorry to out myself there but i've never shot up drugs guys but i've seen it in movies enough to know yeah, what very probably realistically probably display, know yeah. what it's like yeah. okay um and, and and so he's like tying it off not tight with a rope and then like pan up his arm with like track marks that are like all over his arm not even like where Raisins. fans would be right. yeah like yeah exactly like raisins and then he's and then so he's got like in a tinfoil bag he's got like a powder but like he doesn't burn that powder nope. to make it liquid he literally takes the syringe and injects the powder i guess or takes the powder and then brings it up to his arm doesn't even inject it into his arm just squirts it onto his arm <laughs> um so yeah so that happens but so he's an ai that is needed to get high on heroin I, I take it that he's still human at that point. Yes, okay. I did too. Okay. And that he dies from the drug overdose. Yes. Okay. And that's when the AI chooses this is the form I'm going to take. Oh, why okay. why yeah. he takes that form? So it's Starman no again. Idea. Yes. Very interesting. Yeah. And this, this... It's like Annihilation, too. This it's also... Like, or, taking or, the, the, or the form of this dead person. <laughs> where you take them free right Jack. at the point where they wow. die. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Deep dive right this there. This movie needed some Mick Jagger. I'm going to tell you that. More right motorcycles now. as well. Yeah. Definitely. You know, and, and this is, I think, uh, these films from Faithful Findings of Pass Through and even into Twisted Pair is part of the reason why he doesn't necessarily recognize the first two so much, uh-huh. where he seems to want to keep uh, improving on what he's done before. I mean, he, he obviously has a lot that he wants to say. Oh, yeah. And pass through, he says a lot. Yeah. If, yes. I mean, I, I couldn't contain myself when we got to a certain scene. I said, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. No doubt. So, you know, it, it, this has like everything, and the the you know the kitchen sink and and the tiger and <laughs> the everything tiger. else. Oh my goodness! Very much. It was funny though, because like, um, so you have this scene where you have you're kind of zooming in on this um, almost looks like cave paintings 
that are on the side of like a hill out in the desert. Kind of. I, it was established at the very beginning with the hairy arm. Well, but this is before you see the hairy arm, you see the tiger. Um, and so you, it's like you see the, the cave paintings and then a tiger that like fades in from so nowhere. So is that very, is that very 2001? Correct. Where and they that's had what I the, see, yeah. the black jaguar. Exactly. The and that's where I was like, I was thinking was about the, I, uh, I, I don't think it was black, I think, but I think it was a but jaguar. But it's just silhouetted. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and you've got that scene where it's like out there in like the, the prehistoric world. And I very much thought about, like, that was my first thought. I was like, oh, it's like 2001. Absolutely. And then they show a hairy arm of like a caveman. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, now I know it's like 2001. Um, so I just, I, I have to believe that's just like I felt with the Terminator things and I'm here dot, 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 dot now um, where it's like I just feel these have to be maybe they're subconscious like he doesn't realize that this he's making homage to this Mm. but i kind of think like he is trying to yeah you know i I kind of get the impression even with an ai right Right. 2001 um that 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 this is kind of like his interpretation of that like maybe he saw 2001 he said this is like a masterpiece that's inscrutable in some way and i'm gonna make my 2001 you know so you went from taking arguably the greatest transition of all time in a, in a film right. to making a movie with absolutely jarring <laughs> transitions <laughs> that make no sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're saying he's human and then he overdoses. Dies. Because we, we have a shot where like his spirit rises up out of his body. So you're saying that like timeless AI looks down on the planet says oh there's some dirty bum in the desert i'm gonna take his form Mm -hmm. that's who i'm gonna choose i'm not gonna choose like a lot of other people out there in the world that have maybe just died uh but i'm gonna choose this dirty old bum who lives in a you know an old trailer out in the desert cool makes sense to me well he's close to the part where he can pass through so maybe that's like an opening well, we've seen the dots. We haven't talked about the dots. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, you're, you're, you're very right. So are you saying, do you think that's an opening? Then? I think the opening is where the cave painting is at, you know, okay. roughly in that area. Okay. Um, which is what the scientists, the young scientists are pinging on somehow. Well, okay. he allowed the young kids to receive that signal and only them. Right. Nobody else. Nobody right. else. Yeah. For so... what purpose? <sighs> To bear witness, what, maybe okay. to the the miracle that In, he's putting but forth. What? <laughs> the why? What what purpose would that serve? Um, he already went on the news, right? And like had his whole manifesto. Yeah, that was a whole Absolutely. plot line that yeah. I was really because, and it was almost like I got. Like, I got the impression that he wanted to have, like, a moment, like, in contact, you know, where it's like he has a bunch of science scientists that have figured something out and like, oh, my God, we see a signal and all that kind of, or we hear a signal, oh, sure. you know, like, let's call the other person to, you know, like, oh, do you see it too? And, you know, just do that whole triangulate thing. And his way of interpreting that was having, like, a bunch of nerdy kids who apparently know some old scientist guy who's dying is on a deathbed yeah, right. and is also like looking for signals, I guess his whole, his whole life. 
Yeah, his this whole is life. This a thing that yeah. he's been looking for. But so there's this red dot that keeps appearing in the early part of the movie. And I literally said, like, I can't tell if that's a mistake. Right. I was like, I don't know. Because it almost looks yeah. like an artifact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a digital artifact or something that was a, uh, uh, what would you like, a mat something or, or other. Or like, like a vidfire effect, you know. Yeah, or an yeah, old yeah. Doctor Who episode where a burn is left on the screen. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. When the camera right. Or even like a like some kind of a like a sunspot or a lens flare exactly. kind of a thing. Sure. Um, yeah, but then as uh, the film goes on, you see that like directly in the center of the the paw print on the cave painting, and right. then then yes, okay, we know that that's probably uh, you know intended now. But it took you about forty five minutes before you said, <laughs> okay, that's intentional. Yeah, now. yeah, 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 for sure. Which is <laughs> says something. Very yeah. missed opportunity to not have the tiger go after the spot. At <laughs> oh, some point in time. that would have been great. Like oh, swipe man. it at it. That would have been so like good. a like a, like you a know, laser just pointer. A, up, yeah, a fake little there was paw. An, I'm surprised kinda... it didn't because there was an actual tiger on set there. So it was uh, right. Mm-hmm. I love the part though where it's like because they do the close up of the tiger. They do like the split screen with like Neil Breen and then the tiger on the other side. Yes. And then it's like and actually Anne points. I didn't even realize it. There's snow in the background of like the close up tiger. Right. Um, in the desert, which is great. So how much uh, in comparison to the others? How much is he using um, the stock footage? I don't think as much in this one at all. No, really not. Other oh, than yeah. the tiger, maybe? I think and... the tiger's it. I mean, because, um, uh, you know, something we should discuss, what he's got now is drones. Yes. Um, so he got himself a drone. So now you have these epic shots of Neil Breen walking on mountains, which is something that, you know, we definitely always need in our lives. But now it's by drone. And like epically flying over him, and then like zooming out a little bit, and then zooming in. Yes, you know, makes those kind of waddling through the desert a little more tolerable, yeah. or even just sitting on a rock. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At and least you get to see something that uh, has perspective. Good establishing, um, and a, you know, good establishing. Well, establishing. They've been establishing <laughs> for you know, two or three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or, but you get to see the vistas. You get, to, <laughs> you get to see a different perspective of yeah. you know these 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 uh, mountainous ranges. Which to give credit to, this is a much more uh, interesting uh, landscape as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And just you know the dry bed for miles and miles with the mountains way in the background. He's actually in something that has crevasses mm-hmm. and yeah, definitely and different things and uh, contrast. Right. Yeah, I um. I don't know. Do you think he was? Uh, he also had the uh, the tourism people that were helping him out with this one. Like it's like he didn't have the book. We have the book like we had in. Double well, Down. he had different types of books. Those were all the universe books, which True. The, the kids had. True. Maybe this one is um, sponsored by the universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, I, Where yeah. we are all one people. Correct. Yeah. There's no culture. There's no. It's it's just like John Lennon said. There is no culture, and the cleansing is about to begin. About to kill three hundred million of you. Yeah, I, I imagine am the, I am the Eggman. <laughs> exactly. I am the walrus. <laughs> goo 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 goo. Um, we figured it out, guys. We figured out the Beatles. <laughs> we just took Neil Breen. <laughs> uh, Paul's dead. Um, but so, Tiger. What do you think the tiger represents? That's a it's a good question. Yeah. I I don't know what, <laughs> what the tiger represents. 
I don't know that I can even begin to fathom what the tiger represents. Right. It definitely made me think I'm Andy, though. Well, definitely. Okay, so the tiger is a is is you know it's it's still a wild animal. Yeah. The the some of the connections that I made because uh, Neil Breen an alien is not accustomed to how humans feel or react. The thing I think what Anne said is when uh, uh, the 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 what's her face who had the ex husband that she was oh, escaping yeah 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 oh I, was, I I specifically IMDb'd her earlier because we got to talk about her but that is uh, Amanda okay Amanda played by Kathy Corpus okay Kathy Corpus we when love she, you Kathy Corpus oh yeah you're the ace, the all star when she threw the rock at his head right that she didn't mean to hurt him with and then had the little tissue and was saying i'm not gonna hurt you i'm not gonna hurt you now neil breen i have to give him like the like the the the, the award for one of the best uh reactions is he almost seemed like a uh reluctant and frightened wild animal as uh-huh. she was trying to clean up the wound right yeah so yeah. would that like correlate to how he's saying you know i'm more like a wild animal like a tiger right where if you piss me off or if you put me in a position where i'm not comfortable i'm just going to rip you apart because i can right i mean you don't have any defense against me yeah hence killing 300 million people just at his own whim and also the things at the end where he's saying you have to teach me what what was it like sensitivity and and, um compassion? compassion yeah which uh yeah again like you know probably better to learn that before you kill hundreds of millions of people mm-hmm. but um i actually i definitely see that because when you're t- the, the scene you're talking about where she's like you know cleaning his wounds or whatever um i definitely did get that impression almost like you you get in like a like a frankenstein movie you know and it's like you know she's trying or like the hulk that actually made me think of the hulk it's like where it's like you've got you know she's trying to help him and it's like you know like getting away like oh no stay away from me like a wild animal yeah. you know kind of shying away from it and then she's able to soothe the beast that is neil breen you know and I almost like did get the impression that like, he is the tiger like in Mandy, you know, like that, yeah. that, 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 that's it. Like he's got that same wild spirit. Um, Maybe that's what he sees in her as well, because yeah. she's quick to rage. <laughs> yeah. And then some very yeah, quick to rage, but also to rage. then is quick to calm down yeah. when she needs to. And she has a tiger tattoo. She does have the tiger. So tattoo. she's supposed to I be the tiger. Uh, well, I also took it as that that uh tight what's his name till till, till was he said the that G-M-H he was going silent, he was going to teach amanda how to pass through right and show her everything right so did she already have the tattoo or did she gain the tattoo or did she i, I kind of got tattoo. the feeling that she was like pre-knowledge 
I was really hoping the movie was going to turn into like him training her to be like a badass AI. You're the best. Oh, <laughs> right? Training yeah. montage. Yeah. Oh, that would have been amazing. A training montage. Well, I was hoping uh, when 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 she lifted up the back of her shirt and we saw right. the dragon and or not the dragon, the By tiger, the way, was almost, and she was, was walking forward. Definitely, I thought she was going to pass through. I thought she was okay. going to disappear to the yeah. other side. Uh, like she learned, you know, how to do art. this. But all it did was just cut. And I was right. disappointed by that more yeah. than anything else. Mm -hmm. What we should have had was a shot of her at the beginning of the movie before she became a possible drug mule slash border crosser. I mean, <laughs> right. I, th right. th those groups got confused with me. Yeah. But yeah, maybe th they needed to have a shot of her topless getting out of a pool from right. behind right. obviously mm -hmm. yeah so that we could see clearly whether or not she had the tattoo at that yeah, time agreed and then if she i i agree with you yeah because if she had that tattoo later and she didn't have it before i think that would that would tell us a lot right maybe we can just assume she didn't have it you know just to uh to understand yeah. it you know because it's open to interpretation it is open to interpretation um Okay, so he does reveal that he's an AI. Now, in the end, okay, so in the end credits of the film, it gives an attribution to quotes. And it says, like, there's quotes like Albert Einstein and these things. So you get mm -hmm. a lot of voiceover in this film that I was, while listening to it, like, some of this doesn't sound like the voice of Neil Breen. Um, you know, it was just too good. You know, I mean, it's yeah, a little different, um, and uh, maybe not necessarily his particular, uh, you know, sound. And so, yeah, so I think maybe those are the things. I'm just, yeah, I'm wondering which parts were those. Like, I wish, I wish I had that. I wish I had like a pop up video to tell me which were the the quotes by Albert Einstein. That would be a fantastic. Yeah, I wonder if he's the one that was railing against political correctness. It's possible. Possible. Yeah. Or Isaac Asimov. <laughs> Isaac Asimov. <laughs> talking a, about he is an AI after all. So okay, so talking about the drug mules. So we've got all the uh, the people that come in that are like you know being. I see again. Yeah, very confusing because they're being like led by gunpoint, supposedly by these people who they paid to get them across the border. Mm -hmm. And then, like, one of them is, like, you know, she looks like she's pregnant. And then you have this other one who's another great actress. Uh, I'll try and find her. But so she's, like, like the head of the, you know, whatever those people are. She's, like, how many months pregnant are you? You know, she's, like, I don't remember how much she she's says. She's amazing. Yeah. Seven, seven months. Seven, seven months. months. <laughs> right. Seven months. So then she, like, well, cuts she's already her has shirt open. Yeah, exactly. knife up to her belly. Yeah. So, her like, questions. cuts her belly open and it's just a bunch of drugs in there. But so then, okay, so apparently these people are drug mules, not just people that are trying to escape their country. Like everybody. Right, right. like everybody has a bunch of drugs on them. <clears throat> and then they take the drugs out, and then there's that scene where they're laying them all out, yep. and then they go like... They start handing them out. Lawyers, yeah. politicians, like the, 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 like we've got the drugs for these people, yeah. and then they say, the resistance. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> What? Everyone's on the take. Everyone's, yeah. but so, but okay. So these people, no one's hands are really clean. Right. Right. So they're bringing drugs in for the lawyers. And I just got to say, I don't want to make a blank, blanket statement about lawyers, but I don't think that little bag is enough for all the lawyers. I just don't think it is. That's just, I'm just saying, I don't want to make any assumptions, but we know how immoral lawyers are if we know anything from the Breenaverse. Right. And that's a little bag of drugs for all the lawyers. Yeah. But what else shows up during that point that harkens back to Double Dan? The drug brick. 
The drug brick. The brick. Yeah. yeah, the brick. Yeah, Looking definitely. a little rough, even from a distance. Well, it's been cut a couple of times <laughs> yeah. in previous it's been films. stepped on. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, the drug brick comes back. Um, that's another film. This is another callback. We also have um, bones, random bones in the desert. Yeah. The medical equipment that yep. the old man is strapped to is from Fateful Findings. Very so. much. Yep, absolutely. We do not have somebody waking up next to a wheel, unfortunately, as far as I can remember in this film. But there Which are the wheels. First one. But there are wheels. There are there wheels. wheels in Very the true. Very There's true. There's bones in the desert. Mm-hmm. But so uh, I do want to talk about <laughs> Mel Green disappearing. I want to talk about Kathy Corpus, um, who uh, plays Amanda, and um, apparently, by the way, she's a kung fu martial artist and certified Tai Chi instructor. And I just feel we should all know that about her. Um, and I think <clears throat> and she's... none of her talents were used. I know, right? It's funny. like you get somebody who's a martial artist and I just have her do no martial arts in the film well she threw a rock she did throw a rock that's true but her way of acting <laughs> it was like she would just start like normal and then all of a sudden start yelling really loud all the time and just yell 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 like constantly mm-hmm. she was like 10 percent quiet and 90 percent yelling in the movie um, she was remarkable, and an emphasis on strange words as well. Which mm-hmm. is, she's not alone to have that in the universe. Mm-hmm. But uh, she definitely ended sentences that don't need to be screamed with a uh, definite inflection of right. her voice. <laughs> I know you're absolutely right. You're my nice. <laughs> so uh, is is that the fault of the actress or <clears throat> the script? Oh, it's always Dialogue? the fault of the director. Yes. Because the director is the one that's supposed to say, no, that didn't work. Let's do another one. Mm-hmm. You know, so it does, you know, I never so really you know, blame an actor. Here's your motivation. This is where we need to go with this scene. Yeah. Um, or, well, yeah, I mean, it could be a combination of things. The script itself could have said, you know, uh, you know, exclamation or yell. Sure. And, you know, there's the word. Or it, probably I, everything I, was, I mean, you know what? I almost mm-hmm. guarantee you everything was in caps. The entire yeah, script oh, yeah. was in caps. Yeah, I bet. But again, that's where the director's supposed to say, oh, no, sorry, it's just in caps. You're not supposed to yell everything you're saying. But he didn't stop her. And if, and I get the, I just get the impression of this very much like when you watch Ed Wood and there's the part where it's like, uh, you know, like whatever, like Tor, like, you know, b- bumps into the thing and the whole set shakes. Right. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's fine. Just use it. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like and that's he the would, he would I have get. to struggle right. with that every day. Yeah. Bumping into walls and different things. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I just don't think that any second takes were done. I just can't imagine. I really get the impression that Neil Breen takes a, a weekend Maybe a four-day holiday weekend, you know. Maybe you know one day a PTO or something like that. Uh, but you know, he just makes these things over a weekend, like just barrels through them, and like one take, and we're done. I hope you're wrong. I mean, I hope there's outtakes that I'm missing, <laughs> and someday we'll find. Well, yeah, because of I course. imagine he's just sitting on gold. If that's the case, I know uh, he's no, sitting I... on gold. He's got to mm. be. I'm hoping there's five he, movies we I, haven't even heard of. I think he just deletes You're if he does right. like a, yeah. another scene or yeah. something. He or. probably records the new movie over the old movie. <laughs> well, he, he that's why we that can't get. Drive. Yeah, yeah that's use. why we can't get the first <laughs> exactly. two movies anymore. Exactly, those are erased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope 
that the <laughs> that what's the new, newest film called twisted pair twisted yeah. i hope pear. that twisted pair is literally using dvdrws that formerly had oh dude <laughs> so the good. first two films yeah. on it and he exactly. just overwrote them. There's just like a label that like you can actually see under the label. He yeah. doesn't want to buy a new set <laughs> no. of discs. Exactly. So he's reusing previously written ones. <laughs> They're just rewritable. So one of the things I noticed this time around, because I have staved myself from watching them again yeah. uh, since we started this experiment um, over. And for the two of you, this is the first time that you've uh, experienced these films. Uh, is the timeliness of 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. and how it's relevant today, the last, you know, couple years, uh-huh. uh, especially with, you know, who's, who's sitting in, in the throne of power in the right. United States at this time. Uh, and uh, one of the things is his foresight for fake news. Yeah is incredibly on point um, which yeah. is nothing that has ever been in our conscious before until our current president coined that term i well, mean i think the term existed before that i think well, that, i mean that, before that, it like actually yeah. really became like i would say popularized the maybe the popularized. Great, what's commonly yeah. considered the greatest film of all time is about fake news citizen kane Good point. Uh, True. Ni- the one of the greatest books ever written of all time, George Orwell's 1984, mm-hmm. is about fake news. So right. I think it's it's been in the public conscious before, but not in a we're currently necessarily living through it right, right. window. Yeah, exactly. Well, taking out the it's been the fiction. reporters, mm-hmm. taking out the reality stars, <laughs> taking out who who else was in the, within that list of uh, there were television like the heads of. Uh, the president himself is there's, gone. Yeah, yeah there's the president. Prime Minister uh, yeah. is gone. Prime Minister of what? I don't know. Right. Just the prime, the prime Minister, minister is right. gone. Well, they're missing. I think some of them are just missing, too. I think that means they're well, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he evaporated. I mean, Thanos, by the way, like, which good point. Like, you brought that up. I mean, he totally pulled the Thanos. Yep. I definitely think Infinity War ripped this movie off. 100%. Well, and and yeah. Neil did say that he, at one time, he said that I turned them to dust. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I, I missed he that did. from before. He did. He said he turned him to dust. Um, but yeah, so you've got, I mean, the, the usual suspects, the bankers, yep. the politicians, uh-huh. the lawyers, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, you know, the, yeah, again, the media, heads of media mm-hmm. is what it was. Uh, you've got the reality TV stars, yeah, yeah. apparently, right. <laughs> because yeah. they're just poison. as bad. It's just, yeah, it's poison. Yeah. Yeah, just reality TV In- stars, including the housewives, right? Housewives right. of you know just reality yeah. TV. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, just and I, you know, once again, I come down to the um, boy. This guy's should be probably on a watch list. You know, like you see this stuff, and you're like, it's all fun and hilarious, but all of this stuff, like if preceding a really terrible act of something awful um is like wow well boy we just laughed at it you know sure. like i mean you know not saying the O'Brien's going to do anything i wouldn't impugn that i mean because god forbid if he did like we would all i mean all of us because i you know i'm sure one of us all of us have done harm at some point to sure. something sure you know because <laughs> like what did he say like the people that do harm to animals to the environment 
you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And we're all uh, and complicit. Only, well, and so. only 300 million. Right. 300 million. So what's the popular, Six population? Six billion. Six billion? Lot, or more now, I'm sure. Six billion is the last I so heard. That, so, so what? That's, what is that? Like, like uh, 5% something? I mean, I can't even know. Yeah, I don't know. We could ask the accountants, but they're gone too. <laughs> right. right. The accountants are gone. Um, but, that's, but, you know, he, he, he does say the 300 million, you know, that right. he just wiped out. And then he says that we all have to rise up against right, right, and take down the people who are in power and not like for the people. Um, so he didn't wipe everybody of all the bad, the bad influence people or the bad people. And I'm wondering if that was his Charlie Chaplin at the end of the Great Dictator oh, moment, sure, where he's not talking to the population of the film he's talking to the viewer of the film Mm -hmm. saying i took care of this here but you have a responsibility you don't have the power but you have the responsibility right to take care of it in your own planet yeah your own world your own universe and he kind of said that with i am here dot 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 now Mm -hmm. as well because you know the solar power and things like that Right, that's the now, one, right? Or I am believe I thinking... that in I Am Here dot 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 now, didn't he say he was like warning people, you know, like, hey, you guys got to fix this. Right. And like, I think maybe this is the, hey, you didn't fix it. So now I'm going to, you know, kill 300 million of you. That's kind of the impression I got. Well, yes. And uh, he also, you know, by the end of it, he said, I'm going to give you a second chance. Then in this one, he says, I have given you a second chance, right. a third chance, a fourth chance. I've given you too many warnings. chances, yeah. too many warnings. Yeah. Right. And now it's like it's judgment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's why I feel like Twisted Pear is just going to be like a, a, a smoldering husk of a planet. I am here na- dot dot dot. Now dot. was one more dot. One more dot. You, you, you got to dot. Dot. Sorry. Start dot, over dot, dot dot dot. Dot now. now. Okay. Was 2008? Please, please respect. respect. 2008, respect. 2009? That was like 2008, I believe. Yeah, 2008, 2009. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. this one was 2014. Uh, this one was 2015, 16. Released yeah. in 16. Yeah. Copyrighted uh, 15. Yeah, exactly. Right. So there's six years roughly in between the two films. Right. Considering mm-hmm. he was a Christ like figure in I Am Here dot 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 now mm-hmm. he, he really sped up his timeline i mean between the death of christ the right. crucifixion to 2009 and then he's like oh, i'm giving you six more years <laughs> he, i came down here i did stuff and right in front of you all it's right. documented now and you still can't get your stuff it's together. true it's true but by his demonstration with the hose Right. He can go from any point. He can pass through time just by bending the hose right. and going Creating from one fingertip to the other fingertip. Yeah. I like how he goes like he's like talking about that part was holding the hose and he's like he's like quantum you know, he's like quantum theory. Quantum physics string, string theory. theory. Yeah. Quantum physics. 
<laughs> Jenny, it's just buzzwords. Yeah, right. I love it. You know, it's kind of like that. Um, it's just individually like electronically powerful. Yeah. Well, he also satellite the newsroom that he took control over was like a intercontinental messaging right. center. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was like the international news something. Right. Right. Like media center, satellite, something, global centric warfare. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So then, okay, so spirit AI guy who spends a lot of his time wandering. So then, okay, so you have two of the girls who are the drug mule slash immigrants that get away, which uh, one of them is Amanda, who screams a lot, and then her niece. Yeah. Uh, they get away, and we're then, both completely different ethnic. Oh yeah, well, cities. maybe by marriage, could be, could yeah, possible, totally, sure, definitely but, possible. No, um, and so then they run into improbable Neil but, Breen. Yeah. They run into Neil Breen to to till um, out there, and he basically says, "I can let you stay with me." And in probably what is one of my favorite scenes in the film, um, you have he they go in there and it's like his like trailer is all like dirty and he's got like, you know, a bloody rag on his horrible, dirty mattress and just all kinds of cans there. And he's like, look, I'll clean it up. I'll clean it up. And like, no, we're not going to go in there. It's dirty. He's like, I'll clean it up. And he just like starts chucking trash out of it, like uh, past them as they're standing outside and just looking at all this trash. Yeah. And then it goes back and he's like, it's clean it's all clean <laughs> so that was a standout scene in the film as was amanda's performance oh yeah being on the outside of the van oh yeah absolutely but so like he's super nice to them and it's like hey mm-hmm. you need a place because the niece says she's afraid of sleeping outdoors and so you know he's nice and like opens up his home and they like treat him like dirt and like you know, like throw well, a rock they, at they, him. Yeah, they they have the the streamliner, which is the trailer, right? Uh, which has that dirty ass bed and all the cans and stuff, empty cans. Then uh, there's a like kind of like a half bed truck, like forties, fifties ish type Ford something yeah. or other uh, that's all rusted out. And he he tells the girls, I you know, he says, you know, stay in here be safe right i'll i'll stay in the truck so i mean completely separate it's not like we're gonna you know cuddle in the corner together you know i'm not gonna be weird or anything like you can have the better of the two scenarios sure Sure. yeah exactly i know i think i'd probably want to stay in the truck more than i'd want to stay in that streamline (laughs) because that mattress was nasty oh very very nasty one of the worst mattresses on in film history oh my gosh i mean even just throwing out I don't know, bloody rags and tin cans. Yeah. That didn't remove the fact that that Train mattress. had better living environments. Than <laughs> yeah. well right. Oh, gosh. I was just thinking about for himself, like, why is he sleeping with that? Like, I mean, you know, I understand he's a junkie. He's like a desert junkie and everything. But, like, at least move the bloody rag, you know? I mean, but that wasn't Till. The well, AI yeah, could, yeah, doesn't could, have to sleep at all. In fact, he just sits in the truck and stares back creepily and through the window. That's true, but wasn't it um, the actual character before he died? Like, wasn't he sleeping in that yeah, trailer? But he's a junkie. Yeah, I know, but he's a junkie. But there's like levels. There's also, like I mean, you don't just sleep in filth as a junkie. If you remember what he was being paid to do, 
was clean up so right. that border control wouldn't see it. And right. as, and he did that by shuffling cans around. This is so why we need this is why we need three into... of us or at least two of us <laughs> because it's so hard to to remember specific things. But yeah, so you have okay, so you've got the guy who's like the junkie desert guy and then you've got one of the coyotes who comes and he's like pointing a gun at him and he's like, you need to clean up the, all this stuff so that they won't know we've been here. Right. And then he's like, here's your payment and throws him down some, what I assume is probably heroin. Some drugs, yeah. Um, and then like hits him in the head. <laughs> like, it's like, so if he's forcing him to do this and hitting him in the head and pointing a gun, why is he also paying him in drugs? Um, so I didn't understand that part, but, but regardless of that, I well, guess that's how it plays out. Yeah. That's, that's how it just plays how out. Right. That's how because a movie I works. guess the understanding is that you know you got to think these of the are bad mind, people. Right. Like think these are the bad brain. people, and they act awful. Right. They give drugs. Yes. They get people to become addicts. They treat them terribly, and just the same. And and again, I I definitely think. Look, I think that besides the fact that you have a very strong, uh, you know, pro environmental message, I guess in this, like. This stuff is getting real close to modern politics in this film specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you get close to a certain kind of modern political thinking, it's not a big leap to think that we're just going to conflate immigration with drug mules and that it's like we have all these terrible problems that we're trying to escape and we're bringing our problems here and by the way we we're also have a bunch of drugs too right you know um that because it's all just again just broad just outlines of things that maybe aren't, aren't really understood so i think that that's probably yeah that probably makes sense but then also you've got like the very distinct message at the end of the film which is Go back to where you came from, you know, yeah, like right. very, very clearly solve your own country's solve problems. Solve your own country's you problems. You are responsible right. for that. We're yeah. not. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, you to the point where you even have the uh, the border fence uh, that was trampled down. <laughs> go back up, you know. Um, and, very loose on the on the border part of it but who, definitely yeah. a fence yeah who, yeah who yeah. paid for that fence right yeah exactly home depot <laughs> uh yes and 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 enterprises right yeah. right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um you have the uh there's some real good uh you know and we got this in the end of uh fateful findings you definitely got it um, in the end yeah 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 um <laughs> <laughs> big time Sorry. repeatedly um but dot, so dot dot <laughs> dot and uh, so good but so uh at the end of faithful findings we got some some real good green screen work and this this continues that tradition we have some real nice green screen work where you have uh there's the the part where he's visiting different various and this reminded me a lot of uh i am here dot 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 now, where you had the uh, the lawyers and the gang members and the politicians that were all like conspiring with each other right. and like talking about their plans, and like you had a very similar scene in that, uh, but this time you had Neil Breen there, and he was like dressed up like as one of them, you know, like in a suit, and they're all standing around in what are clearly like real estate listings photos of homes that he has been green green screened himself right. into these. Yeah, obviously these photos social party right 
with these big wig. Yeah, exactly. You know, heads whatever's. of corporations heads of and lawyers and politicians, you yeah. know, just various things talking about that. And then you've got some great scenes where, you know, they'll talk about that. They'll t- say, you know, oh, we take kickbacks and da 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 da. And then. And the and public then, doesn't know. Right. They're, you know, we've been, uh, we could have cured cancer right, yeah, 75 yeah, we years ago cancer but... and other diseases 75 years ago but we don't because yeah. we make too much money from right. it and then it's like he you know you got neil breen isn't that corrupt and then yeah. it's like got another one where it's like he's like isn't that misleading yeah. the public isn't that immoral right isn't that immoral <laughs> so good um you know because like i just it's like he's as it's like he approaches things as if he's the first one, you know, it's like, it's like, I finally have to be the one that says it. I finally have to be the one to, you know, wake up everybody, wake up sheeple. Don't you understand? This is immoral and you need yeah. to fix your world, you know, and that's, that's the, the total approach that he seems to take in life in his films. Um, and it's just remarkable even more so that his solution is always to kill people. Like that's always the solution or to have people yeah. die. Yeah. Like, like when is that not the solution? Well, and he's asking other people or, you know, the, the viewers mm-hmm. to even take a stance against these broad strokes of uh, corruption that is very simplified. But yeah, like you said, there. Uh, what uh, I, I'm, I'm. He literally am I says, "Begin be... the cleanse." Right. Like he says but that. But how? How? how <laughs> what other ways can I be proactive? If I watch something like uh, I don't know the um, inconvenient truth, uh-huh. at least it gives me something to identify with, or right. I see that there's something. Um, you know, or, or even kind of a tag sort of thing at the end of like, here's something that you can do to help right. in this movement. And if I believe in it, then I want to follow it and I'll do something about it. Right. Um, and contribute to this, whatever it is. Here I have nothing to go on except uh, I might see a lawyer <laughs> and stab them in the face face but that seems I, to be yeah. it like <laughs> what is what is the call I, to I action i think you're on to it okay i think that's i figured it out i appreciate i don't endorse that maybe you want to start small but your ultimate goal is to stab some lawyers so you might as well just get to it yeah i mean you could also i mean if it's easier reality st- show stars i mean you could just go with them be the say, change yeah. Neil Breen wants right. to see in the right. world. Right, exactly. Because here's the thing. So, you know, that when we talk about um, in the beginning of this whole endeavor, we talk about like that, you know, is Neil Breen the second coming? I'm horrified to believe, to imagine the world that would be following a Neil Breen religion, you know, because his end solution is always killing people. Like, that's always it. And and, and it was funny because, like, in Fateful Findings, like, I was like, oh, this is a relationship drama, you know? It's like yeah. this one will actually have a low body count other than, you know, the – you know, the husband, he gets shot or whatever. But yeah, no, in, in the opera. end, it's definitely mass body count yeah. again. Once again, you know, it's just uh, people Well, this dying. one definitely does. Oh, yeah. 
because you see all the mass bodies yeah, in the yeah, desert. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, you see ten people right, duplicated. We, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Times over. Flipped around. I really like that because there's a one guy who's like a he had like a you know a pink shirt, and I was like looking for yeah, him. Yeah, very, very. And I was saying, oh, they do, they did, they did a mirror flip of it, and then they would flip it around in a variety of ways, which yeah. I think was really, really interesting. Um, <laughs> I can't definitely. remember what the term of that is in 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 uh, film terms when they. Uh, oh. Murder three hundred million people. No, it's no, called but a just, breen. But what they do when they when they copy and paste, but then kind of change yeah. it up a little bit. It, there's there's a term for it. I remember it was something with like the Phantom Menace. Sure, I think was the first time they actually were doing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And had a term for it, but I it's. Uh, I know they did it a lot in um, the Lord of the Rings yeah. for those big battle sequences. Yeah. Like I remember watching some of the special features on that, where they were talking about like duplicating people. That's like some of the most people they ever had. When we had a get together the other day, and and well, b- both of you couldn't make it for the for the fifth element when we were mm-hmm. watching it outside, but inside, uh, Victor and I were watching uh, Stargate. Oh yeah, and how refreshing it was to see practical effects. Totally. And even though there is some like early CGI stuff with mm-hmm. the alien things sure. and kind of the the you know the the headdress stuff that collapses. Definitely with the uh, you know Jay Davidson's alien, yes. you know, like kind of the morphing whole, thing. Yeah, morphing thing. But uh <clears throat> the the raids or the uh the the revolt and the revolution yeah. and seeing all the uh the entire extras coming over the sand dunes yeah. and running toward the pyramid uh, was just like I, I I was like that is so cool absolutely to see that again to yeah. know that they have a cast of 150 200 totally. people you know keeping it kind of tight so it doesn't seem like you know they have to go mm-hmm. you know super like cinema scope or right. something like Lawrence of Arabia or Cleopatra I was thinking yeah, that right. with uh, like I was watching um, Barry Lyndon recently oh great and movie I was like those yeah. I mean you could just like I mean and that you know that those were not CGI people right. um, and it's like there were so many people on screen I can't yeah. even imagine the cast Casting calls they must have done for extras on that. Yeah. And, you know, knowing Kubrick, you know, the people in the back, their costumes look just as good as the people in the front. Oh, yeah. You know, because that's a trick they'll do when they have big things like that, right? So they'll have the, you know, the people in the back will be wearing cardboard. And, you yeah. know, like, because, you know, you're not going to see them. But, well, yeah. like you said, that's like Lord of the Rings when you uh-huh. watch uh, the... The behind the scenes right the the costuming it's like oh you're never gonna see like the inlay on the inside of this vest yeah but it's there yeah 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 from an extra that's like all the way in the back of the scene for maybe two seconds yeah well if you've Even got the money use it you know? yeah <laughs> that's, i guess that's that's their approach on that um but you know I, yeah it's and I think, again, interesting, it's interesting imagery. And that's something I'll keep on giving the Neil Breen is that he creates interesting images yep. uh, for what he seems to lack in cohesive thought or, um, you know, being able to direct actors. Um, he definitely, I think, creates really interesting images. Even though it looked silly, I think the image of him face to face with that tiger is a really interesting image. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt it was an interesting image in uh, Mandy as well. You know, when you just have, you know, kind of the idea of, you know, just this tiger used as emotional effect, I think was very interesting there as well. I think the idea of having him walk through this crowd of dead bodies in the desert is an interesting image. Yep. Um, but I just think that like four films in, I'm just really having to question the, uh, what is he trying to say here? Because it's all so nebulous. It's like the same way that he has 
a child's understanding of sex Mm -hmm. and of drugs and now of immigration and of, you know, being addicted to pills and like everything, these heady things that he tries. It's like, you know, you have that old adage of write what you know, right? And he just takes that and throws that right out the window. Like, I don't think he knows any of this. It's like he only he only writes about things that are so huge. And you can tell he's like he wants, he wants so desperately to tell epic stories. Oh, he's passionate. Yeah, there's he no question. Very about much that. is. But I just can't nail down because you know, he does things that like I brought this up way earlier, right? I think in the mm-hmm. first one, it's like these are like almost like Alex Jones kind of rants that he goes on. But then he'll he'll do something that's very much like pro environment and, you know, like anti corporation. And it's like like if you're sitting here like railing against political correctness and railing against immigration, but yet you're also like railing against hurting animals and the environment and and all the like I don't even know where you are. Like what do you actually believe, Neil Breen, and what are you trying to preach here? Right. Um it, it, it's you know, again, it's, I think the films are extremely interesting, but the I mean, the murderous nature of them is getting to be a sure. bit much. Um, I, and, and, or is he just telling a story? Yeah, maybe he is. Um, but Which it, it but really has nothing to do with him personally. It might. It, but it's so weird that he keeps on talking about real world issues. Then, you know, it's like if he wants it. You know what I want? I want but Neil that, Breen. It's, yeah, it's that outsider point of view. Yeah, yeah. Of like, these are the types of things that people like in movies. So I'm going to put it all into the movies. That makes sense. Now, what's kind of the, you know, one hand to the other, if you're going to have all this corruption, what's more driven for people to fight for advancement in uh, the, uh, the, the, the betterment of society? It's you, you go for like the environmental things, right? So is that actually him or is it? If I could run with that for a second. Yeah. Obviously, this is the first time I'm on Beards on Brain. (laughs) But I listened to your discussion Mm. on Fateful Findings as well as the other two films. Fateful Findings had this uh, tossed aside comment where he's his profession. I can't remember his name in the film, but his profession was a novelist. Mm -hmm. Right. And you guys kind of joked and laughed about the disdain that he had for being a novelist. Mm -hmm. Since the moral message of most of these films uh, appear to be similar or the same Mm -hmm. as the through line, I actually looked at that anger at being a novelist almost with the same frustration as being a filmmaker. Okay. I don't think that... I think... I think Neil enjoys what he does a little bit more than his character in Fateful Findings enjoyed writing novels. Yeah. But I think he wants to be a crusader of some sort. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is just the the platform he's using for that message. I don't think it's it's his preferred platform. Yeah. Hmm. I could actually very much see him behind a a podium someplace speaking off. Alex Jones style, like you mentioned, to an adoring audience. And I actually think that's what Neil Breen really wants. That's what he strives for. I I wonder that sometimes because it definitely feels like that. It feels like he... 
he is a moralist in his way, and he is trying very much to preach a certain form of moralism. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is what is that moralism? It's like it's so just a wide swath that I don't understand like what he is actually upset about. You know, like is he upset at actual corporate corruption? Um, because like I think that there are like specific things you can drill down on with Absolutely. corporate corruption and say like, hey, this is a bad thing, but but it's this way that he says corporations and banks and lawyers that I just find you know, in a way kind of hilarious and in a way kind of frustrating because it's like, you, you know, like banks are really good in a lot of cases. Like not all banks are awful. Like, sure, there's a lot of big banks that did a lot of very bad things. Sure. But like, you know, or like a little like a little local federal, you know, or you know, local, uh, little local credit union is like terrible. Right. You know, like, you know, are people just all politicians are evil and, you yeah. know, come on. Because when you watch a Michael Moore film, right. you know exactly oh, yeah. what his agenda is. Right, exactly. And you can you can approach that and say, I agree with it or I disagree with it. Right. But that is it. And it's clear and it's clear what that is. And I. Again, like if Neil Breen was making a movie about Martians, we wouldn't be having this discussion. But but Neil Breen is purposely wading in to very topical issues, but not really talking about them, which I find is so fascinating. It really is. It's like it's like, you know, somebody who waxes philosophical, but says absolutely nothing in the end. Um, and I definitely I find that I just I don't know what his message is, which I think is fair, especially mm -hmm. with this film that he references quotes right. in the in the end credits. Because a lot of those quotes, when used in the film, don't really seem to have any relevance towards the plot. It's just Correct. a quote he might agree with right. or might find interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and, you know, and again, I will say, I'm you know, very interested to see where Twisted Pair goes. Um, because I, you know, at this point, now we're four movies in. We're 80% 80, 80 into the <laughs> Breenaverse. And I think that whatever will happen, a lot of people are going to die. That's the one thing I think I know. I think that I know in Twisted Pair that it's going to be something moralistic and that definitely there's going to be people out there that are doing what Neil Breen considers to be bad and they all got to die. You know, they got to die. But your head's going to roll. How do you expect him to ramp up? And this is amusing mm -hmm. since i know that adam's seen the film how do you expect him to ramp up the stakes from 300 million <laughs> right citizens and of, our planet? of course and also yeah. sparking a revolt from the entire planet right right to also i would say that in the terms of the stakes like maybe the planet is itself is going to get destroyed you know i think that's probably the biggest thing that you can get i definitely know that because i have seen the trailer for that, which was the only trailer I had seen previous to watching any of these films, is the only bit of Neil Breen I had seen at all when going into this. I definitely have seen imagery of him like flying through the air and stuff, um, which I am just super excited for because I definitely think that we got the the special effects 
we can draw a pretty clear line of like where they're going. And we definitely had a little bit more special effects with fateful findings and like some green screen and stuff like that. But here we had a lot, we had like the fire effects, explosion effects, like blowtorch. I, I will have to say that the production value yeah. on this one specifically was next level because remember in double down like you would just have them shooting guns and like nothing would happen like there would be like it'd be like oh yeah yeah, yeah, it'd be a sound effect and having them move their arm a little bit but that would be it and now you actually have like you know overlays of gun explosions (laughs) coming out the end of the guns yeah you had the gun flash right right uh you also had the uh the the propane uh little torch yeah the torch yeah which I thought was fascinating because, like, why not just get a real blowtorch? But you know, well, well, they they did, and they even like had the sparker. <laughs> no, I know. Like, and then just denied. I guess the yeah. turning on the gas. Maybe the right. person didn't know how to use it. Or, Maybe like, or oh, we'll, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Thing, yeah. That seems to be it. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> there is no post. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think that the post is a lot with the way that these films are edited. I kind of think that's where most of the work happens. I think I get the feeling that he does like one take of everything and it's like okay we're good that was a good weekend have have fun you guys and then at night when he's not doing his day job he sits in front of his computer honey i'm working on the movie right now well, his, i'll have dinner his, later his his five laptops right right two, right. two right. editors as well there's two yes, editors John, the other one have nnb in, in the name no it, no uh, no it's the other guy oh the, okay the john mosca yeah. yeah. the guy's like the cinematographer or whatnot who's right? been there since i think day one yeah. almost day one. Oh, was this also all natural lighting uh i don't know, oh. I don't know this one that, would but. be the most easiest one i mean the only interior sh- interior shots that at all were the uh, the green screen ones well no, no the uh yeah the, the house bus. where the, yeah, the children house. live yeah, true. And the true. old man, which is probably the same house. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was totally Neil Breen's yeah. house, yeah, with the kids. And Definitely. That was that one guest room that's By the way, in the corner. one of the rooms that they superimposed themselves into, the real estate ads, mm-hmm. uh, had the dual uh, bending scare- staircase to the yeah. secondary level. Yeah, I believe that's the actual location of the doctor's office and right. fateful finding. This I yes. remember there being a staircase like that because he would go up one and then come down the other. So I'm wondering if that actually was a house that was available <laughs> at the time of fateful findings being right. filmed because they did film inside that house. There. Oh, do I mean, you think that like he's just filming inside of listings? Yes. yes. Wow. Absolutely. And I maybe, never even thought of that. I don't know how active he still is as a real estate agent. Maybe he isn't doing it anymore at all or right. it wasn't at the time of i have so much to reveal <laughs> oh i can't wait I but can't i'm waiting until we're all done yeah yeah no definitely the let, let the let the revelations happen at the I end i have learned new stuff about his realty oh i can't and wait his status oh, in las man. vegas his oh excellent status this in las is vegas. That's, that's a great so, just teaser. Do you do you have any speculation at all, or do you even know if you if you no? I don't want to hear okay. speculation um, about the title "Twisted Pair." Like what? That no, is. none at all. Other than the fact that it, it you know it, it sounds to me um, to be uh, like a like a biological thing. Like it's I think like maybe it has something to do with like atoms. 
um, or something like that. Like I think I might have memory of 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 of, of a twisted pair being something like um, like a DNA like sub strand. subatomic. Not maybe maybe DNA strand, but like something subatomic, okay. like uh, something that that's like has to do with atoms and stuff like that. Mm. So that's that's what I think I because I may have heard that you know it, like when I'm also thinking about things like covalent bonds and stuff like that. You know, like I'm I'm thinking like might be like a chemistry thing. It might be a like a subatomic thing. Well, Sean, you you saw the trailer, didn't you? I actually didn't. Oh, you did. I, yeah, I, okay. I, and, oh, and, and and specifically based on what Josh had said in last week's podcast, I that he saw it and he wishes he didn't. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> seen right. That. Well, right. because the thing is about the Twisted Pair trailer was something that was part of his crowdfunding mm-hmm. uh, trailer, so it it shows quite a bit. It yeah. shows a lot of the scenes. Uh, you know, it's not. A, a, like a what what a teaser would be where it's just you know quick cuts right. of stuff yeah just like his films themselves this trailer <laughs> shows uh, like a pretty much like a whole scene at a time and yeah. it's a good like four minutes if not oh, wow. longer it's a long trailer uh, mm-hmm. and before we showed Twisted Pair at Alamo I was showing that trailer for a few things like Video Vortex sure. and some of the other stuff. So that's why I didn't know if you gotcha. if you were to attend any of those or like, you know, Terror Tuesday. If I but did obviously see it, I definitely not. don't remember it. Oh, you would have And I, I imagine I would have. Um, you would have. And even with, with having seen it myself, I only remember pieces of it. Sure. Um, you know, because I just think that, I, mean, I don't know, I just watched a movie that i only remember pieces of yeah. you know like i think it's it's hard <laughs> well, to see, see keep now it all yeah and now at this point you know four movies in right and i'm even struggling myself even yeah. though with the vodka shots and everything else yeah is things start to kind of like snowball and mm-hmm. and, and 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 massage itself right. into itself yeah so, like, the spherical thing, like they had the, the spirograph at the beginning and the end of this movie. Right. I, I feel like everything is collapsing in on itself. Uh-huh. If you make a reference to something that we saw earlier in the last three movies up till now. Right. Dot, 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 <laughs> now. I'm even struggling to say, oh, this happened in that one. Which one was that again mm-hmm. yeah i mean i can tell you where the ferrari was in which sure. movies sure. or the rolls royce or mercedes i guess maybe kind of sorta right but between the medical bed uh the different desert shots or whatever i i i'm, I'm things are starting <laughs> to collapse in and just become one right yeah, just I'm, like the I, one government. Luckily, I'm the, one, I'm, the, loyal, the one the one media, culture, the one yeah. media, yeah, exactly, yeah, right? the one culture, the one race. Um, I definitely, by the way, like saying there is no race and that we're all one race is like that's, diametrically that's, opposed right. to yeah, some of the other kind of things that he says in the film. But you know, go figure that there's 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 a little bit of contradiction in there um but yeah i guess i would say with uh twisted pair think neil breen's the fountain that's the impression i got from twisted mm. pair that's what i'm expecting 
I'm expecting Neil Breen's The Fountain. And so, again, could be comical next week to look back upon that. But, you know, because that's that's the impression I got from the film uh, trailer. And uh, I'm sure it's just going to end up with a lot of uh, killing in it. But I will say this. (laughs) Um, I will say this. That this, this film had what I consider to be less in terms of the character that Neil Breen plays himself, less ego. Uh, You know, it wasn't him playing some ultra ladies, man, sexy, you know, killer, you know, well, killer. Yes. But like in a different way, right? This movie is devoid of sex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even the victims of the abuse are not, victims of any sort of sexual aggression whatsoever right which i thought was fascinating well i think there was a bit of a hint to to that because you have the one guy who's like i I want you and you so you can kind of get like what he wanted them for you know and then there was like the one actress that was like you know she said and then he wanted me to and then stopped right so there's like little bits like that but yes there's there's not like in like you know the other films, which is just dripping with hot sex and right. energy, that's like you know, like Basic Instinct. Oh well, yeah, put that and, on and the DVD case. <laughs> well, that's double down, dripping with hot sex and energy. Oh my god, Josh T. Ruth. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh my goodness. Nailed it. I got my first box coat, guys. <laughs> Anyways, that's this is where I was biting my tongue last time uh-huh. when we did the podcast. Yes, is. Because it became apparent over the last three films before this point that you were concerned about the portrayal of the female characters. Right. uh, And where it was going to go from there. Was it going to start get worse? Was it going to get more inappropriate? Or what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Which I got to say, as far as this goes, I mean, I don't think that... He doesn't treat women any worse than he treats anyone else in this film, right. particularly. Right. Um, and so I do feel that that's a good thing. Like, he doesn't only portray, well, I mean, I guess he kind of does. Like, he only portrays women as either villains or victims. You know, like, I guess that's, you know, kind of true in this case as well, just because there are so many victims, because all the people that are coming across the border are portrayed as victims. Men also portray Yeah, exactly. That way too? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't think there's any specific I mean, it's very, you know, bad thing. Like, right. You know, one way yeah it's very binary 100 percent um and again like he he himself does not as i've said like you know i kind of view these as previously opportunities for him to like get naked with a woman or you know things like that of like oh i'm gonna spend the weekend you know getting some you know close and personal with some actress and i didn't feel that in this film like yeah granted there was one but there was no real, you know, sex or sexual energy between him and Amanda. Um, so yeah, in a way that that's that is interesting. Like he's definitely going well, a he, different he, path. Well, he had he had the one scene where she lifted up the shirt with right, the tiger, right. on, which again, on I was her back. very surprised but, she didn't just do, you know show everything at that point. But I mean that that was part of the narrative, right? To see the exactly. tattoo, yes, and went so far to the point of like okay you know it's not gratuitous right well, you know it's part of the narrative in that it's required to show the audience the tattoo right yeah. there was no reason for her to lift up her shirt in the moment that she lifted up her shirt right that's true and she she wasn't even like it wasn't even like a shot of her just changing it was like her specifically lifting up her shirt or right. done You're in right. a sexy right. fashion at all but i'm just saying but it was it was post the point where he said i'm going to teach you yeah 
how to like do the pass through or I'm going to, you know, show you this or that, right, you know, right. the, the, I'm going to bring you to the red dot. Yeah. 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 It feels like I'm talking about Zardoz or something in some way. <laughs> I wish, man. Which That's what I say. I really ends in the beautiful Aurora Borealis over <laughs> yeah. Las Vegas. Right. Yeah. I really wish that Neil Breen would do just like a movie that was completely divorced of modern political issues because that's you know what he's caught in obviously and he wants to tell something about the world that we live in Mm -hmm. but i want to see what neil breen would do with the zardoz film and that's fine put your moralistic ideas in there too fine not like zardoz doesn't have something to say itself take an established script off of a desk someplace and make that into a film yes yeah Yeah. well i I want him to to do guardians of the galaxy (laughs) three Oh my god. I've been campaigning for that on oh, some groups. Oh dude. Yeah, that'd be great. I kind of really want Taika Waititi to do three, but maybe four would be good, you know? Um, <laughs> before it's just beaten the ground. Yeah, exactly. Well, and he Neil Breen has the to like Thanos before. Yeah, I'm Marvel, saying Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he did. and I'm saying that I think that now in two separate films he has um foreseen Mandy. Yeah. Two separate films, yep. you know. There is an interesting distinction between Till mm-hmm. and Thanos, though. <laughs> the G and the H are silent, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> is that uh, you know they both are destroying large swaths of the population, right? But uh, Thanos has no real political drive there. I mean, well, he did, absolutely, he, didn't select he, the he that he's, he's taking out half, and right. and it's an uh, you know, and it's a absolutely randomly chosen right. half. Because, yeah, I mean, say what you want about Thanos. Like, he does have (laughs) – reminds me of uh, in that that, that line in uh, uh, Big Lebowski where it says, say what you want about, uh, you know, socialism. At least it's an ethos. You know, like, say what you want about Thanos. Like, at least it's like he has some kind of thing. This guy is just taking – who he believes, which also because he's an AI and he apparently just knows which people have done harm. So he knows what everybody is. So, like, if you've done harm, which apparently means being on a reality TV show, you deserve to get turned into dust. So, yeah, like, I, Thanos is way, way less dangerous than than Till is. Like, Till is horrible. And in a way, that is compelling. Because yeah. it's like you have – because he is an AI, right? He is an AI. And so you have an AI that is, like, drastically misinterpreting morality and decides to just kill and 300 million people. It. Right. Because he needs right. Amanda to teach him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's extremely interesting. Um, and, you know, that it reminds me of things like, you know, even like in, in Looper, right, where it's like you have in Looper, you have like this little kid who has like all these powers and is eventually going to become like one of the most dangerous evil people. And they want to kill this little kid. Right. And it's like, no, but we have to raise him. Right. The reason it became such an evil killer in Looper is because he watched his mom get killed and that fucked him up really badly. And so he grew up dark. So it's like, you know, in this way, we need somebody to teach till compassion and love and forgiveness and you need to say like, "Hey, this isn't okay that you killed all these people." Um, and in a, in a way, it'd be really interesting to see something like that. I, you know, but again, I don't know. It's like, is Neil Breen thinking about it on these levels? Like, I don't know whether he is. I'm glad we are, though. <laughs> <You know? laughs> this is, we we are definitely putting 
a lot of thought into this series. I I think that that is what needs to happen. I don't I don't think I could. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, about snapping a finger or anything, or just like waving my hand and killing three hundred million people. Yeah, no. even to say like you know if they're pedophiles or. Uh, animal yeah. murderers and corrupt politicians. It's just such a. It, it removes the idea of the potential for um, redemption or understanding. You know, I mean, you know, like that's like right. that's believing in. There's believing in capital punishment, and there's just that. But here again, <laughs> like, to, well, to go there's back, there's understanding a directed rage too against right, a right. specific target. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you have a problem with me, so you're going to come after me specifically. Right. You're not going to take out everybody that happens to be in the general vicinity. That has as beards, well. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, but that's the second coming. It's yeah. like who's like pure? Who has I? Well, he never really gave anything to uh, say that uh, if you accept that. So and well, in 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 like you know Christ, like you know you died on the cross for my sins. If you accept that, then right. once the rapture comes, you're that's a that's a straight ticket up to heaven. Or if you're a newborn child, well, I guess the children don't really matter. Oh no, no, he did. He brought that child back. Right. Um. Anyways, he did. He did. But you know, there there wasn't any. Re- Redemption for those people or any right. kind of uh, uh, but maybe like did, realization. He like told people like go and now take the power, right? So it's like I've gotten rid of all these people. I removed the obstacles, right. you know. Like and it's like almost reminding me of because uh, you think about like the absolute calamity that the world would be in if three hundred million people disappeared. Um, yeah, that's one thing I really love about. Well, that's um, like the movie The Rapture. Right, sure, too. sure, yeah. Or uh, what was the what like was left the other? behind? There, some, you know, yeah. um, but it reminded me of the right. leftovers, like because in like the leftovers, right. mm-hmm. it's like one percent of the population. It's like a crazy small percentage of the population that just disappears, but it's enough of an impact to completely change oh, the entire course. world. Yeah, and it um, would. you know, and and it would absolutely one percent of the world's population disappeared. It would be, and I love that idea in the leftovers because it's not like half the world population. It's only one percent because to show how something that big with no explanation would just change everything. And this would be the same thing, but on a much larger scale. I mean, if you had 300 million people, even if they were people that were doing harm, that disappeared off the face of the planet, Mm -hmm. that we would enter a, 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 you know, post-apocalyptic hellscape. You know, I promise you, because even if there was only quote unquote good people left over, those good people would quickly become bad because of circumstance. And that's again, the thing that he seems to leave out. And and I guess that's what maybe makes me the most uncomfortable about his approach with things is that Neil Breen is obviously somebody who has gripes, you know, with a lot of things in the world. Well, but but, but he doesn't understand circumstances that or, you know, anything. He doesn't understand nuance, yeah. you know, and like the way that he went against, you know, even judges and, and lawyers this time. You know, judges got thrown in this time, too. Um, you know, and it's just like, so do you just 
almost like, uh, are you a misanthrope, you know, at some point, right? Like, yeah. do you just not like our society? You know, like, are are you like a Unabomber guy, but that is not as intelligent? You know, like, because that's kind of the impression I get. He's like, he's a Unabomber type. He feels like he sees the strings, but he kind of doesn't see the strings, you know. But, but yeah, it's not. It, it, yeah, it's misdirected. Yeah, misdirected. Definitely. I'm super excited for Twisted Pair, though. Definitely. One of the things that I want to talk about mm-hmm. is probably the best performance throughout the entire film. Yeah. Is one of the. Uh, what, I was trying what, to look for her here. So, yeah, she's one of the villains. Screaming. Yeah. Everything in, was screamed. Her lines were definitely time. in all caps. Oh, definitely. But completely fit the character. Completely fit every single moment. So angry the entire time. Brilliantly right. delivered. She was so good. She actually argued oh. with Till right. before she was turned to dust. Right. Which was conveniently after Till stepped off camera. Awkwardly. Yeah, awkwardly walked backwards. So kind of realized when he was backing up that he wasn't fully out of frame. Right. And I'm sure somebody's like, so couple, I'm couple going through steps, the cast you know, here on yeah. IMDb yeah. trying to find her, and I cannot find her at all. But I'm looking at all the different um, character names. You know, like we've got exec, exec, veteran, ex-husband, girl astronomer, and a certain George Errett. Character's name is Donald Trump. For reals. What? On IMTB. <laughs> so... We need to find a picture of George Errett I know. so we can reconcile it with... who? Who, if you... Looking back, thinking back on the movie. Right. What character do you think you saw that could have been a presentation of Donald Trump? Because this was before the election. So I don't know. But it wasn't before him announcing that he was going to run. It's true. I mean, it said copyright 2015, though. So, I mean, he only announced like halfway through 15. So if this thing was made pre-15... It's hard to say. Or in production. Yeah. I have no idea. I wouldn't even begin because, like, there are, there, uh, you know, I don't think there's anybody who even could be a stand in. Yeah. Film. I mean, I, I was thinking, my mind was drawn to the people that were in the collage scenes. Right, right. You know, in the, in the, houses you know discussing their how terrible they are in their their yeah. personal form of business yeah but none of them ever had like an appearance or an attitude right. or even a a terrible impersonation yeah, of yeah, yeah. Trump to go along with it right. so right. well the only thing i could think of is there was a uh, i mean donald trump was part of reality television more so at that time maybe well, i mean you know transitioning yeah. out of that you're right absolutely but the only television that we saw at all was the newsroom yeah i mean we yeah right but no what i'm saying is that maybe well i guess that's the only instance that happened i mean not unless yeah. he called someone like kim kardashian right at right. the same time but it just happened to be somebody who was like running through the desert hmm. as just a throwaway character yeah but just use that name as kind of like an inside. Did we miss that in the, in the credits? I don't remember seeing that. I don't recall that, that at all. I think one of us would have honed in on I would that. Think I think that, I would I don't know. I mean, I maybe missed up. it. Now, I, I think you should definitely look at that because... It is IMDb. If that's, cause, well, this IMDb, but it's like it could have been that somebody just put that well, in see, IMDb. I'm, I'm wondering. I'm not an IMDb Pro right. user, 
Uh, I didn't I don't think log it was a, like nobody could. I didn't think anybody could just write something like on Wikipedia kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and even Wikipedia, like you, no, not just anybody can go in and edit anything they want to. Sure, you know. So yeah, that's that's interesting. So anyway, uh, but I would be really interested if that there was an actual character that was in the script that he wrote that way to mm. see what character was that. Or maybe it's just an in-joke on his part. Maybe one right. of the corpses at the end that he walks through right, is right. Could be. his characterization of Donald Could Trump. be. But I think whether it was or not would tell us a lot. It would be like a primer. You know, it would really tell us a lot about what at least he's believing are people that create harm and people that do not. Well, even if Trump never got elected. Right. And and this did take place before the election. Right. He was always interested in politics. Oh, yeah. He's a successful businessman. Right. He's a corporation owner. Right. These are all the things on oh, Brand's yeah. hit list to begin with. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. Or watch list. Watch list. Don't, right. don't say right. hit sorry, list. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be on a list. Well, <laughs> <still> <laughs> hit list. Right, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But is it all? Isn't it also a hit list? I mean, yeah, you know, let's, yeah. let's be fair. Because, like I said, his he doesn't seem to believe very much in redemption. He believes in punishment. He's yeah. like he's like Judge Dredd, basically. But for an AI, he's very spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this wasn't. I think don't think this was as spiritual as uh, I am here. Dot 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 dot. Now, right? Like that was a very spiritual movie. Oh, far more. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, can you say that this is the, well, like fourth arrival of the AI from I Am Here? Um, if we're saying that was an AI from the other one, like I got the impression it was something different, but it was kind of somebody coming down to judge us. Uh, let's see. No, wait, no. Double Down had the eyeball implant thing, right? That came out of his arm? No, it was a thing where, because he said that he had implants mm-hmm. in right. Double Down, and, and they, they showed the like the, the, the stock footage of the eyeball surgery stuff. Right, right. I'm here now. Had... Every one of these films. So that's what I'm far, saying, where it's all collapsing into itself. That thing out of his arm right you know true. with a knife yeah. at the end yeah like, yeah the the diode the are diode. we talking about diodes right. well, no, again? The, there's the diodes that were planted in the gum on on various <laughs> things the gum. Right, because that's that's how it works <laughs> that's bringing right. it back right. yeah. oh man you just watched all these this week right? i've watched all four of these movies <laughs> oh, within man. a week yeah and pass through i started watching right. part of right before you announced this little get together yeah right so i didn't finish it until tonight good good how far in did you get um honestly i got to the sequence where he's on the station on the newsroom uh-huh. gotcha it's pretty deep oh, into so the almost film to the end yeah however i was trying i was fighting back the sleeps at that <laughs> yeah, point. yeah yeah and that yeah. scene goes on a very very long time yes but well, bring a lot of the like, same what does ground. he say right after that he's like you know you don't need many words yeah <laughs> yeah where he was kind of backtracking yeah. when he was which i think was maybe again. a quote maybe again that was like that an isaac asimov or something yeah. and he's right he didn't need that <laughs> many true. words it's true oh man holy crap <laughs> holy Did crap we I cover think, everything i think a better name for this film than pass through would have been and i'm i'm gonna be honest i'm only saying this because i want to see the picture that you do for it on the on the video screen eventually of this uh smells like breen spirit 
Wow. <laughs> oh, it's good. I like it. I, 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 I'm anxiously awaiting that Photoshop. That'd be like job. a good. That'd be a good T-shirt. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Like, I, I would <laughs> gladly buy like a, a T Fury, like a T Fury shirt, like uh, a naked Neil Breen floating in the pool, face down from the first movie, Double Down. So you could have the shot of him floating naked, face down in the pool, and over it have, the Nevermind smells album. like Breen Spirit. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm saying Nevermind with I the bottom know. ball and everything. <laughs> bottom balls instead <laughs> of Or you could just penis. put like the the dollar on a the fishing line instead of his foot to cover his bottom ball. <laughs> See, I'm thinking more so go like with like black metal and use the uh, <laughs> the, the the garbage bag sequence right right yeah uh, with him and then like the naked girl just you know hunched over definitely and do it like you know the black and white <laughs> like on the back and then just have like that that weird ass like kind of mayhem uh black metal swedish back black metal drawing that mm-hmm. you can barely like yeah you know what it means just yeah. green yeah exactly just looks like somebody just like threw up onto on a, a hoodie thing. and apparently so yeah. sticks against the yeah. wall and that's right. the logo right yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't know what else can possibly be said about past i think we covered all of the pieces that i can think of like i can't think of any other ones that we missed no yeah me neither yeah we Thanks, got, guys. We've got all of them. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you, you for yeah. uh, taking us on this journey. I'm still up in the air whether I want to thank you or not, Adam. I, <laughs> I, I definitely <laughs> am enjoying this. But I don't... <laughs> there's, no turning, there's no turning back. There's no turning back at this point. 80% of the way in. I'm going all the way. I mean, not unless I pulled the plug like right now <laughs> no, and said no. there's no way we're no. watching I'm Twisted going Pear. going balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> Breen bottom ball deep. Yeah. You're sticking your twisted pair and Breen right. balls deep. <laughs> uh, over under on whether it'll be side boob in the next one. Or have we evolved past side boob? Or devolved past <laughs> side boob. <laughs> Is there going to be a Testarossa? Is the brick going to come back? You know all these answers, Adam, but uh, you don't, Sean. I'm going to so. be very disappointed if I, the brick doesn't make an appearance. But it, it didn't show up in Fateful Findings, so it could be either way. That's true. It's kind of like, is the next M. Night Shyamalan movie going to be shitty or good? We just were back to not knowing. Yeah. yeah but this well, is, Neil this Breen is... says that Twisted Pear is vastly different from anything he's ever done before. Well... I mean, one thing we know about Neil Breen is he's not an unreliable narrator. So, so it has a cohesive plot. Yeah, <laughs> and a three act structure. Right, and it doesn't have murder like of you know entire huge swaths of people. So, awesome. regardless, you're going to be happy. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Yeah, one definitely. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. 